I V M. News Kids on the Block. We bring to you stories that top the nation's papers, fresh from the IVM and the Senate International School Desk. Hi, I'm Kavya. And I'm Anya. And welcome back to this episode of News Kids on the Block. Trivik is stuck in traffic right now, so you'll be dealing with just the two of us today. But we know that we're the favorites anyways, right? Yeah, for sure. We're going to talk about football and yeah. we're like fun. Yeah, so you can look forward to hearing no football stories today. Um, yeah. But I think it's great that we're back to school and we are facing these kind of problems. Um, but anyways, let's get started. So the first story I have for you today is something that I found really interesting because we all know that waste is such a big issue in this world. And currently more than 2 billion tons of waste um, is produced every year. And while this isn't a very big part of that, cigarette butts contribute to quite more than you would think. Um, so just in India itself, over 26,000 tons of waste is from cigarette butts. A Swedish company called Corved Cleaning has figured out a way through a reward system to train wild crows to pick up cigarette butts from the road, which I thought is really cool. So these wild crows are trained using a machine that dispenses food if a cigarette butt is put into the machine. Um, And I think Crows are so smart, like as annoying as they are, you can literally watch them and just you, you can watch them for hours just seeing how smart they are and the way they figure out how to do things. So I think this could be it's really interesting because they are so smart and they are so much smarter than we think. So I don't think it's impossible for them to learn to do stuff like this. And I think it's also really cool that we're figuring out these really creative and out of the box ways to reduce waste and come up with creative ways of getting rid of waste. Because right now, I mean, that's the only way to deal with this kind of stuff. So kudos to this company for this really creative idea. Thanks, Kavya. The next story is a World Cup victory for the Indian men's under-19 team. The India has now clinched this title for the fifth time. Um, and uh, in their under-19 men, they've really had like a lot of struggles. They had a COVID scare. And if you hear the individual stories of these players, you know, they've all really gone through a lot. They got England all out in 44.5 overs and England put up a total of 189 runs. India, on the other hand, began batting and they uh, finished it off with a six and one by four wickets and I think overall Krikbal says that it saw the most that this particular World Cup saw the most runs by an individual in a single edition where Devil Brevis made 506 runs it was also the most sixes hit in a single edition 338 and I think that goes back to what we were talking about around this time last year with Gabba about just how the young blood has come into the game and People are so much more fearless while playing. Um, so, yeah, India have won. Uh, the captain, Yash Dhal, walked up to collect the trophy from Sir Richie Richardson. Um, and previously, some of the, the other four captains who have won it have been Mohammad Kef, then Virat Kohli, then Unmukh Chan, and, last, and most recently, Prithvi Shaw. So, it was really a very proud moment for India. Um, and we'll take a short break and we'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to News Kids on the Block. And the next story I have for you today is um, about the International Space Station. So it will continue its operations until 2030, but NASA has now confirmed that it will be headed into a watery grave um, at a point in the Pacific Ocean uh, sometime in 2030 or after. So it was launched in 1998 and it's been more than 30 years since then. 
and in the january of 2031 according to the space agency's budget estimates the space station will come out of the orbit and then will make a very dramatic descent into point nemo in the pacific ocean which is about 2700 kilometers anywhere from land that place has also been known as the space cemetery like a final resting place for space stations that are no longer in use this region is pretty much uh, free of any human activity and nasa says it's pretty much the furthest place from any human civilization you can find nasa said that it plans to continue future space research by buying time and space for astronaut scientists on commercial spacecraft and i'm looking forward to seeing what they do next the next story that we have for you is also a cricket story i have no idea why but um this one was actually i was really amused by it basically they started selling tickets for the world cup match in australia later this year and uh, they sold the ticket and one of the fixtures is india versus pakistan the tickets for the match got sold out in less than 1 minute just imagine wow. an entire stadium was basically like fully sold out for an india pakistan match in in a minute like just think about how fast you had to like click the button pay the money get the otp put the otp in and then maybe get your ticket like it seems like a very high stress high stakes scenario that um, is mad but yeah i think i just thought it was really an amusing and an interesting piece of news going into the world cup and even honestly a lot of political events around us right now the indian men's team is playing west indies in india and the women's team is actually playing in new zealand before they face off for the cricket world cup that odi one day international 50 over world cup which will be coming up um in the next month yeah and i also think india is out for vengeance um after the last loss to pakistan i'm looking forward to that as well and um for all of those who are interested by the time this episode will be out it'll be just one day before the mega ipl awaited auction yeah uh, they also in case you missed i think last week we talked about the lucknow team but the amdavad yeah. team has also announced their name they are the gujarat titans as you know they're led by hardik pandya and some of the other players include shubman gill and afghanistan's rashid khan so like you said mega auction yes so With that, we take a short break, and we'll be right back on news, kids on the block. Welcome back to news, kids on the block. I am your Coco host for today, Kavya, and I'll take us into the next story, which is something that is definitely interesting to say the least. The Madhya Pradesh government is considering the introduction of a happiness subject in school as a part of the syllabus of its high school and higher secondary school classes from the next academic season um books are already d- being drafted and the preparation is on its way but something that i thought was really a, really an, an interesting question to think about is whether happiness is something that can be taught or can be learned by someone um because it's obviously an abstract idea and it's not like it's like a something like math or science where you learn about it so i thought i'm really for one I'm, uh, i'm very curious to see as to how this goes and how this ends up unraveling and i want to know what's going to be a part of this i think part of even that what i like the as interesting as it is that happiness would be a subject in school because happiness is not something that can really be taught exactly um, i do think that as a pro they're looking at it from a perspective of like happiness or being happy is something important in our lives and so i think a lot of it comes from like a mental health perspective which is really great mm-hmm. to see coming from not even the central government but a state government in at a level of schools um so i think in that context it's really nice um well 
and like you said it's we're seeing a lot more people in this day and age that aren't very happy and depression is becoming a lot more prominent in today's world um so i think the fact that they're giving this importance to happiness and the whole idea of being happy is really cool to see yeah for sure with that we'll go into the next story the next story that we have for you today is some very unfortunate news where on the 8th of february 2022 lata mangeshkar passed away she was known as the nightingale of india and before we talk about her legacy um she passed away just she was battling covid and other related illnesses and she was in and out of the hospital lata mangeshkar like i said she's known as the nightingale of india um i think for so many people and across so many generations her voice is this very very familiar sound she's battled mohammad rafi for world records on the most songs sung in a language and i think that's what makes her so unique a as a as a person as a legacy she's left behind all of these songs some of my fondest childhood memories even though she's you know not really she hasn't really sung any songs that my generation listens to per se but so many of my fondest memories as a child are sitting in my grandfather's room and he's playing like solitaire on his computer um and there's like some lata mangeshkar song playing and i i would like take my nannies to pattas and like dress up as like meena kumari or madhubala whoever was there and you know dance around and that that was it and to me those songs are like i'm more of a, any childhood song than any other song that i can listen to them more of a comfort to me than any other song um and i think that just speaks volumes for the legacy she's left because she started acting when she was like 13 or 14 because her father passed away and she had to basically be the breadwinner of the family and just that and she created this legacy of music that we listen to today and she was very much the voice of india uh, a lot of states the, the government declared a two day mo- morning and the uh, flag was flown at half mast for two days as well maharashtra made it a public holiday and while there was some controversy on that i think that all of that aside it just goes to show her um, existence impacted india so much that the government had actually said like ima- we hear of all of these things like oh this jenti that jenti but like these people seem like just one page in a history textbook this is someone who you know i think for me like i've lived and breathed the same air as her at the same time and she's personally impacted my life in a way so to see like a public holiday given in her name that just goes to show the magnitude of what she's achieved as a person I completely agree with you Anya and I can't say I was like ever like an avid listener but um my parents have always listened to her my grandparents have always listened to her so I know most of her songs and they've just always been playing in the background somewhere um and I thought in tribute to someone so great who's left behind such a great legacy it would be interesting to kind of give like a bit of a song recommendation Lata Mangeshkar edition um with some of our favorite songs that she has sung Anya you want to start Yeah so I think there are so so many songs so I can like a couple um my all time favorite song like no matter what is chalte chalte from the movie pakiza kavya is like mouthing the song but the one song that i just that makes me honestly just cry every time i listen to it again like i said she has sung over 30000 songs so it is a little bit difficult to choose like one or two and this is a no man but there is this one song which i really really like it's from a movie called dilek mandir with meena kumari and raj kumar um and the song is called hum tere pyar mein and it's got the sitar in the beginning and it's based on rag des and it's one of my absolute favorite songs like that song is just calmness and like just solitude and everything and it's it's my absolute it, it just i don't know something that song just takes me to another world so i think that's the song for me but again there are so many other songs like tum na jaane kis jahan mein um um hazraton ke daag 
literally i can sit and name lata mangeshkar songs for a really long time and kavya is giving me a look so kavya why don't you go ahead um these two are probably the ones that my parents listen to the most so subconsciously they've always just been um ebbed in my mind as well uh but my two favorites are probably ajeeb asita hai ye as well as lag ja gale se fir um two very different songs but um yeah and like i said those have kind of been tattooed in the back of my mind and um Yeah, her legacy, like I said, will always live on, no matter where she is. And with that, we'll end this episode. That's all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed this episode of New Skids on the Block. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other podcasts on the IVM Network. You can follow us at, at IVM Podcasts on both Instagram and Twitter, and we will catch you guys next week. Until then, be sure to stay safe, drink water, and don't forget to do your homework. <laughs> <laughs>